Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. On today's app. No, no. Transatlantic is like how they talked in the movies before <laughs> movies like, reflected Oh, out. you! <laughs> <laughs> if we were in a Transatlantic movie, I'd be the guy, you'd be the girl. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, shut the door. <laughs> Wake up. Hey guys, this is Liddy and Shitty in the Big Bad City, a podcast by New Yorkers for everyone. I'm Chloe. I'm Em, and that's all you need to know. Let's get started. Hi, good morning. Good morning from Jersey City City. or Hoboken. We're in Hoboken. Oh my God, we're technically out of the big bad city. We are. We're into the big, the small little city of Hoboken. Yeah. The other city. The other city. The city next to the city. Everyone knows about the city and then they're like, what's the other city? Hoboken. Yeah. Wait, I didn't even think about that when I was like, we should record at Porsche Finds and it's like, it's Hoboken. Yeah. So we're in Hoboken. So we're in Hoboken. Um, And I feel like when we came here this morning, it is morning. We're doing another morning episode. And I feel like when we came here this morning, it was like, um, we acted as if we were going to Europe. Yeah. We were like, and it certainly felt that way. Like this morning we both like, had, we set our alarms and then Emily was like, <laughs> yeah. Em was like, make sure you have your passport. <laughs> it was it was like last night I mean last night I had like a late night anyway but like I did kind of go to bed and like think about today in my head last night as like okay I gotta get ready for tomorrow I'm I know. going to Hoboken I lay my clothes out the night before I was like yeah. <laughs> I'm not even that like prepared when I go to New Jersey like into New Jersey to see my parents or like anything I could go on a flight and feel less stressed because I know how to get there. I, I know how the airport TSA yeah. works, but I don't know how the path's going to be. And that's no. for sure. And can we just say, so Chloe and I, I like picked you up, but not really. Yeah, she I did. was late. It's okay. And um, we went to the path train and we go down to the path of 14th Street. We took the Street. one, two, three. Took the one, well, I took the one, two, three. I met her on the one, two, Met her outside of the one, two, three. We went to the path and we went down to the path. First of all, this is like, this is so small, but it's such a huge thing as to why, like, it's so hard to me to come to Hoboken. <laughs> I can't use fucking Apple Pay. Yeah. I can't use Omni. Apple- we had to stand there and buy a Metro card. Yeah. It's sort of like how they have in Europe. So I would understand how it's so as complicated. No, you in put- Europe, you could tap to pay now. Can you? In London, you can. So it's about- interesting because in London, you have that's to. That's not Europe. I know that's not Europe. It's okay. It's the UK. Well, the Brexit. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, what's really complicated is like you have to back in the day when you go through the 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 tube, the subway there. Yeah. You put your ticket in, you take it out. Don't lose it and don't yeah. put it in your wallet because you're going to have to put it in the system to get back out. Like they have to have proof of you entering to leave. Yeah. That's sort of how it feels in Hoboken. Which you know, <laughs> <laughs> It did have that energy. You thought we had to put our MetroCard back in like, before we exited. It's just like in London. And you were like, well, it's not. We're in Jersey. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But um, in a way it is London. However, I think that that is they do that. And that's why you see a lot less homeless people on the tube. Right, because you have, like have proof of entry. Well, and it's also proof not of entry. proof of entry. Um, it's not just two nine. Are you seeing my puss? Can yeah, you see my puss? Yeah, my puss. Well, I just see your undies. Okay, I'll just cross my leg. I'm in a dress today in 40 degree weather. Asha would be so disappointed in she me. Would. My legs are exposed. Did you check the weather this morning? Yeah, I just didn't think about it. I was so rush sweat that like oh. actually it felt amazing when I stepped outside <laughs> and there fair. was some air hitting There's some part on of your my bare skin. Legs. Yeah, yeah, it felt really good. Wait, wait, but they they do that in London because um, of homeless people. Well, no, you you have to pay for how far you go. Whereas like the subway is two ninety no matter what. Like, which is why there's like people just go on and stay on forever. Or like, you know, you don't have to pay to leave. But in London, it's like, it'll be like 15 bucks if you travel far. Yeah. Like if if you want, 
Wow, totally. That's, that's why. So like if we were going to go, if, if your friends were like, come out to Bushwick, we're like too expensive. Yeah, it would be like expensive to go to Bushwick. Yeah. But that's why it's like I'm going to use that still. That would be like too expensive for it's, me to come yeah, out I can't get out there. Um, I've actually been to Brooklyn, can you believe this, tw- twice in the past eight days. You know what? People it's hate impressive. us for this reason. I know, I know. It's so like, bro- and, and also we're like, I can't believe I got to Hoboken. Hoboken. Wait, let's tell them why we're in Hoboken. Yeah, okay. So we are in Hoboken. You tell them. Club. Okay, well, so Porch Finds is a vintage resale sort of. No. Yeah, well, vintage is resale. Resale, all the same words, 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 words. Yeah. Um, person yeah. and store. And store. So- it- Basically, this lovely lady named Sage, she dresses Emily for all of her red rooms mm-hmm. and her shows. She's a stylist. She's an icon. She is the moment. Yeah. And she has a... She not has a pop-up. No, no, no. So she... Has like, a residency. Yeah, I would call it... A residency feels like an accurate word. She... Uh, there's this store called Vintage on First... In Hoboken. Yeah, right that's next where we to are. Deer Mod, which apparently is like all the rage of Hoboken. Yeah, how did you know about that? I'm just with it. My pigeon told Your me. Your pigeon told you, okay. Mm-hmm. I know, because we were walking here and you're like, oh my God, Deer Mod. And I was like, what? Um, you have, even know stuff here? I don't, I've never been there. But how did you know about it? I know they have insane cocktails. You would actually love their cocktails. Should we go right after and this? And their apps at, are. At 9 a.m. <laughs> and their apps are really good. Um, so yeah, porch finds. If you if if you've followed me, you know you've probably seen. I like am always posting about her because she styles me for my shows and also my life now, kind of. Yeah, and um, it's really cool because I was actually just someone. I had the red room last night. Um, when we're recording this, last night was the red room, and one of the comics. Um, I was actually wearing this outfit last night. Let me just let me let me just come clean. So you are an outfit repeater. I am, and it's like smells like last night. Sorry, not like sweaty. It just like it doesn't smell. It reminds like it smells me of the, when I put it, it reminds it on. me of the KGB dungeon. Hey, <laughs> dungeon. The red room is anything but. You're a right. Dungeon. It's really really inviting, but it is dark because it's nighttime. You've only been there at night. It's a bar. What bars do you go to that are supposed to be Dear light? Dear Mod seems light. No, Dear Mod seems dark. What bar? What bar have you been to that's light? I'm not. I haven't drank in it in a month. I don't care. What bar well, have you I been to? to I wanted to celebrate that. <laughs> no, have in a whole month? Yes. That's not true. Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, well, her leather. Listen. Let me put the mic to the leather. <laughs> Ew, that's Ew. so AMSR Yeah. ASMR? ASMR. Okay, back to this. Wait, oh my so God. So we're yeah. at a residency. <laughs> Porch Finds is residency at Vintage on First. So Porch Finds styles me. I was telling this comic last night at the Red Room. She was like, I love your outfit. I was wearing this, minus the coat. But I want this coat so bad. It's such a good boutique. Valentine. You know? Yeah, if you're listening only, Chloe and I are in huge coats that Porch Finds put us in. I am in a brown vintage Valentino fur, like, pea coat. Yes. And Chloe is in... A bright blue sax pot Pico. Like leather with like a fur embellishment. I look fucking awesome. A trench coat. A trench coat. These are trench coats. These are not peacoats. No, by any means. These are not peacoats. No. Anywho. Anywho. So (laughs) Porch Finds, I was telling this comic last night because she was like, I love your outfit. I was like, thanks. I'm actually styled. And she was like, that is such a flex. I was like, I know. Like whenever I tell people that, I sound so legit. I'm like, I have a stylist. But really what it was, our origin story, if I may, is that Porch Finds, um, her friend Ashley, like, followed me on Instagram in, like, 2018 Better Days days. Like, wow. early days. At that point, I was co-producing. And by co-producing, I was just helping. Yeah. Chloe would work the door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the glamorous at, door. At, yeah, at my shows. And did I work that door like you no other? You worked that door, honey. <laughs> yes. um, and so Ash, Porch Finds, her Sage's friend Ashley came to one of my shows, and then she was, she told Sage, like, you should stay style this comedian and so sage like dm'd me or like reached out to me like can i dress you for your shows and you know me honey if i'm if someone's offering to put what's cool on me so i don't have to think about it yeah i was like yeah sign me up and she's been dressing me ever since i love that it's very rare that comedians like are on stage styling profiling but that's what her whole thing was she was like i believe like because so and, and also with comedians it's like i mean now comedy is like cool right it feels, or 
cooler than it was like 10 years ago, definitely, let's say. Definitely. And it feels like comedy, like if you were a comedian, you had to be like schlubby and ugly or like you're, you're not supposed to care. Yeah, man. yeah. You're like, whatever. I just, I'm just funny. Yeah. I'm just funny. Yeah. You're not supposed to look like, you know, you care about how you look. Yeah. And poor friend is like, why can't you look like a million bucks? Wait, it's so insane to me that it, that you would, that, that it would be an industry where you don't try <laughs> to dress well, because you're getting on stage and if I was going to get on stage right. I would probably get my hair done before every single right bit right sure Whoa, how did that come out <laughs> um before every- ten. before my tight <laughs> yeah. um speaking of we should get to that yeah but um no I think it's because comedy for so long was like a male industry and like also it's like late at night and like bars and yeah. clubs so you so should be in your like, pajamas so you should be sleeping um, no, but I think it was like because it was so like male dominated. I hate how that sounds, but like it's true. It's true. Sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm not. It's just You're true. Not. It's true. It's true. Anyway, you, yeah. So Porch Friends is actually changing the whole comedy industry yes. by like saying you should look good while you're being funny. Profound. Profound. Anyway, so we're at Port Friends Shop in Hoboken. Yes, and we are adoring the colors behind us. Yeah. I'm loving it. I yeah. love this backdrop. It's making it just like so fun. I know. And we walked in here and we were like, wait, we need to actually go shopping. I want to go shopping. Recording. There are so many cute things on the racks. Where, where do people even shop anymore? You're telling me, honey. I'm not the girl to ask. <laughs> I was like, wait. I was going to ask you. I don't even know. I feel like people are just so. I don't shop. It's hard to shop. It's like, do you want to spend $4,000 or do you want to go to Zara and choose between lipstick stains or deodorant stains? (laughs) Because everything at Zara has those things. And I will pick lipstick stains. Wait, but I'm the one who like puts those stains there. I'm not going to lie. And then I still buy it. I take stuff off of me in the fitting room and I'm like, oh, oops. And then I just put it back on the hanger. Like foundation marks, like all of it. No one wants to be clean anymore <laughs> yeah no one respects anyone That's anymore the word. there's no respect in this world i actually do feel like i haven't had a pleasant interaction with like a sales associate or or service industry worker in a in like too long of a time except for this morning when we got our coffee at people yeah, hey coffee she's like you didn't tip me i didn't even notice i know <laughs> she did we got we had a pleasant interaction at what was it called hey coffee hey, people, people. Hey, coffee people. That's the name <laughs> of the coffee shop. That's what it's like in Hoboken. The coffee shop's called Hey, Coffee People. <laughs> in New York, it's called People. Yeah, exactly. They're like, take it and go. It's Get called, out of here. It's called Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Eat Shit and Die. Yeah. And we're like, we love it. <laughs> um, Wait. But do you know what I mean? I haven't had like a pleasant interaction. I do want to stay on this. Yeah. Because I want to say I was flying on an airplane recently. Uh-huh. I wasn't flying, just me. Mm-hmm. I was on fire. You were flying the plane. I was flying the plane. And <laughs> back in the day, imagine. What's up, bitches? Yeah. Good morning. Well, good morning. Good okay, night. You good all afternoon. Ate. We're going back to New York. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, you were on a plane. I was on a plane and my mom is a, is a, was a flight attendant for yeah. 30 years. That's so cool. Yeah. So I know the ins and out of the industry. Wait, was she a flight attendant when you were alive? Yeah. Really? Like yeah. growing up, you'd be like, bye mom, have fun in For like until parts. I was like five. So I was baby. So I you was don't really more remember. like, me, me, me. Wow. But I remember snuggling like with my dad in the morning uh-huh. and my mom being like, I'll be back. I'm going to Tokyo. Whoa. That was a weird accent to do for that. I'm going like to Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it feels like if you're a flight attendant, that's kind of your vibe. Yeah, you're like transatlantic accents. Do you know what that is? Yeah, isn't that like the 50s television? Yeah, it's like, oh. well, Marty, we're going down to the tour. <laughs> yeah, and it's like some words come out British, but some words come out American. I've never understood that. It's like an American, it's speaking American accent with British inflection of like, you want to go there, do you? Yeah, like, is it there? Yeah, but you're, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? No, no. transatlantic is like how they talked in the movies before <laughs> like, movies reflected. Oh, out. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Do you know what I was getting at? And it came out wrong. If we were in a transatlantic movie, I'd be the guy, you'd be the girl. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, shut the door. <laughs> Wake up. This is such a good voice you're doing. I've never heard you do this a voice. This is my bit. This is your You've p- never wait. heard me do a voice? No. My whole life is voices. No, but not one that's like <laughs> so sophisticated. <laughs> I've never heard you like be a lady like that. Like, I actually felt like 
such a lady. Like, yeah. I'm like, wait, that's really tickling me. Um, um, that's my bit of the week, guys. Wait, yeah, you guys. Okay, we want to start a new segment um, on here that's called Chloe Chloe's Bit of the Week, <laughs> where Chloe runs like a comedy bit by me that she's working out. It's so stupid. And this week, I guess it's your it's your yeah. transatlantic woman character, which I've never, I haven't even rehearsed before this. But wait, do it again. Just, I don't have any other words. She, besides. You had oh you and shut the door. <laughs> I can't think of it. Will, it will come. The thing about my bits are I can't do them on demand. Well, they'll come. The job sometimes calls for it. Okay, well, I'll work on it. And it's your job now. It's my job to now do your to bit of the week. Be transatlantic. Yeah, I do think that. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why. If I'm doing a transatlantic, like oh you, oh you came out, but like, I like well, whenever that. you think of like, it's like. It's, it's like up here, first of all, my shoulder. Ooh, someone's calling Chloe. CVS. Oh. My drugs are ready. You want to answer? No. You could take it. Take it. No. Why? Take it as transatlantic. Yeah. Yeah. Take it. Take it. And transatlantic only. But no. I don't even. Take it. No. It's automated. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, they can't even play with me. Anyway, we're getting so off top. <sighs> So anyway, I think the transatlantic people are on the plane. When my mom was a flight attendant, she was like, hey, honey, can I get you anything? Like, that's her. And the people on the plane are like, get me. A- oh, do you know what I mean? No, I think the what your mom. So was that. But she doesn't have a southern accent. Why did you just do that? Wait, your what? mom has a Florida accent. She sounds crazy. You know, she can't say the word. Sorry, mom. Why did I just say that? <laughs> she can't say the word coin. You know that's not her. (laughs) She says Cohen. (laughs) And it pisses me the fuck off. Oh, that, yeah, I get, I get how that. Look at all the Cohen's on the floor. What the fuck are you saying, lady? It's just something that she does. My dad says theater. Oh, no. Theater. And that one pisses me off because it actually is theater if you just say it slow enough. Theater. No, that's that's that to me is more just like dramatic. The theater. But Transatlantic is like, well, Johnny, get him down to the barn and <laughs> the barn. We're in a theater. Whenever oh, you <laughs> yeah, get, get on down. <laughs> get on down to the barn. Like they're not going to a barn. But whenever anyone asks you of like, say something and blah blah blah, it's like, isn't it amazing what <laughs> comes, comes to out your head? Yeah. yeah. Say something in and Irish. You're like <laughs> No, wait. <laughs> For you, it was, oh, you shut the door. <laughs> You're like, we're going like, to the theater. Get to the barn. But, yeah. <laughs> I just want to know if like in your head and your story, is it shut the door? Like I'm about to pounce on you or is it shut the door on your way out, Buster? Yeah, mine was, it was Buster. <laughs> it was Buster. It was like, and you left the door open? <laughs> shut the door. Wait, now it's like 10 different. No, it's good. Good. Girl. I can do better. And I will. And I will. Um, um, wait, so your mom was a flight, was flight attendant. Anyway, so this is back to what we were saying about the service industry. Yeah, Back Jesus. in the day. Whenever we do morning, I think it's like mile over. a minute. You would have to like get dressed up. You should fly like looking nice. Like you should get, you're going in public. Like yeah. get your coat. Yeah. Yeah. Like get your things. My dad always, always travels in a suit mm-hmm. and my mom always put on something nice and she would always put me in like a, a tights and flats. Oh, I respect that. John's parents do that too. They travel in style yeah, and it's like, you style. never know. Now I travel in well, like yeah, our generation mean. style. Like I don't travel in like athleisure. My nicest, no. Okay. I still wouldn't do athleisure. Okay. I, I travel like I would travel on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this. On a on a on a cross Atlantic flight? Overnight? Yeah. You would. Yeah. If you had to go to bed in that, you'd go to bed in that? Yes, I would. You'd be able to? Yes, I would. I sl- don't even sleep. You've never seen me sleep, have you? I've never seen you sleep. Wow. I've seen you try to sleep. Maybe. Yeah. Legend has it. You I actually sleep like this. Upside down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hang from the ceiling yeah. at night. Um, Wait, I feel like I have seen you trying to sleep. And you you were just saying in the last episode, you've never seen your mom sleep. And yeah. you, I've never seen you sleep. I guess I'm like mommy. You are. Yeah. You are very much. Chloe, yeah. Yeah. Even I'm if you you're okay? asleep. Yeah. I'm definitely anytime anyone moves in the bed next to me, like if I'm having sleep before, I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm so nervous. 
are you having a bad time? Yeah. They're like sleeping and I'm like, yeah. are you having fun? Yeah. <laughs> this close to their face. Yeah. Um, anyway, now people go on flights wearing flip-flops immediately. No, people go on flights wearing like shorts. <gasps> I've seen you do it. <laughs> Me? Do it. No, no, I've not done that. To Miami, you've worn shorts. No. Back when you were wearing those black Air Force ones. Oh, you maybe were in, in those short. days. Maybe in those and days. You I'm cannot new... travel in a short. No, 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 no. I, I would never do that now. Man. No, 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 no. I would never do that now. I would never let my Bear. thigh skin touch an airplane seat. Yeah. I'm not even worried about that. Remember, I don't care about germs. Right. But I do care about, like, you should not be. It, you're in the sky. Like cover your legs. Cover your legs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for me, it's like dirty, dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's totally dirty. Like I cannot even if if I go to the airport to pick someone up, I gotta take a shower when I get home. The airport is so fucking gross. Imagine you get off a flight, you don't shower immediately. You know, some people don't. But why? You've just Um, been traveling. I'm saying some people. It's like we all know. I'm talking about John. My first thought. Yeah. I was like, sweetie. Like, we've gotten back from the airport and he's gotten right into bed. And it's like. Are you let him? Yeah, I don't care that much. Oh, no. I'm too in love with him. No, I care. And I... he's never dirty in my head. Um, But, like, I just cannot get into bed with I all of that on me. love some people so hard and so deeply. Yeah. And you could do almost anything. But getting in my sheets, that's or after a flight, I don't care. You? I thought you said you don't care about germs. No, I don't care about germs, but you've a travel day is yeah. an accumulation. You have TSA sweat. Yeah. You have subway scent on you from the food subway. Oh. <laughs> you have Starbucks, the subway sandwiches been brewing for years. Yeah. Like it's a dirty establishment. Mm-hmm. You have soap and toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just shower after the, the airport. Sorry. Always shower after the airport. Okay. I also, um, oh my God, it just left my head. It was about flying. I also. You know what's funny to me is like uh, when when you go to Europe and you do the overnight flight from, which Mm -hmm. like, can you believe people don't do that? You know, you don't have to do that. I don't do that. You don't do the overnight to Europe? You'd like waste a day? Hold on. No, you do the overnight. You do the overnight. overnight. And then coming home, you don't. Yeah. Um, Is that standard? Yeah, 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 it's standard. Like, but they offer flights. Lo- like, you could fly to London at 8 a.m. and arrive at, like, 10 p.m. But, like, who would do that? But they do, they offer I'm gonna that. I'm going to say. And there's pe- they got to offer it because people do it. Yeah, I'm not going to take it. But I understand because a little part of me, there was a moment in my time, in my time, in my in my 27 years of living, 28. Uh-huh. 28. You're 28. Of living, that I would say, like, I'm so tired. I don't want anyone bothering me. I'm going to not use Wi-Fi. I'm going to turn on my phone. I'm going to use this only as the one time I can just lay and mm-hmm. no one's going to bother me if I'm in first. And mm-hmm. that makes sense for people who want to do that. Right. But it's like, uh. oh, my God. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you brought the mic closer. <laughs> Yuck. Really? <laughs> a little bit, right? I did it on purpose. I always said yuck because like people, I feel like when I've burped in the past, they're like, ew. And it's like, I All right. wanted you to hear it. You wanted me to hear it. Yeah, that's you wanted I... listeners to hear it. No, no, I don't want the listeners to hear it. Yeah. But I definitely wanted you to hear it. I oh, I heard it. <laughs> and I saw it. <laughs> you like direct, you like looked at me dead in my eyes, the deeper than you ever have I before and while you burped. I for some reason think that when we talk into these mics, it's louder for us. Yeah. And it's not. <laughs> Like the closer you get to the mic, the louder I'll hear you in real life. So I want it to be an echo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But really, you just now whoever's listening to this heard like, and a bubble, <laughs> like in their ear. Yeah. That was Emily burped. Yeah. If you can't yeah. see it. Wait, you guys. Oh, you. Shut the door. <laughs> Shut the door. Um, I'm like annoyed how giggly I am this episode. No, it's fun. Though. Giggling is fun. I love giggling. How many <clears> of you <throat> are listening to this? You always ask questions as if they can answer us. How many and are, guess what? No one does. How many of you are listening to this in the car? No. <laughs> Not one person has written in to answer any question we've ever asked during an episode. Now, I was like, seriously, you guys, seriously, write in and they never do. Now, how many of us are listening to this on a Thursday? That's Let niche. No, that's niche. <laughs> one per- we, it's, we are our only listeners. I have a really <clears> funny story. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish the thought and then we'll get to your story. We can't finish a single. We didn't even get to the service industry thing. This is I have a loft all over again. Um, Which is our last episode. Okay. 
when you get to Europe on the overnight flight, there's something so funny to me about like because of jet lag, you have to act like it's not 4 a.m. in your head. And like <laughs> if you ever look at the pictures you take on that first day in Europe, like where you're just like acting as if you're OK, but you just see all the puff under your eyes. <laughs> like any photo I've taken on day one in that morning, I'm always like in my head. I'm like, yay, we're here. And then I look back and it's like. Like I'm just like crusty. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. I'm like crusty, puffy, disgusting. Oh like, my god, someone's here. Closed. Closed. Sorry. Unless you want to buy something. No, we don't know how to sell anything. <laughs> we're recording here before the store is open. Sorry. Sorry. We're really come back later. Um, my mom actually another tip from a flight attendant. Yeah. No matter what. She lays down after her flight, which used to piss me off. Like, we would get into London, and she'd put on her pajamas after shower. Okay. She'd put on her pajamas and get in bed and, like, nap. So then when she's up, she's, like, ready. But I'm also, as you are, I'm like, yes! But then I look like, yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You look, when you arrive in Europe, you look like... You've been you out till 7 a.m. Coke. You, you look like you're like up from the night before. Yeah. But you kind of are. You've you like are. just slept on a plane, which is not real sleeping. I understand your mom doing that, but I'm always like, if I lay down, it will be good it's night. Over. Yeah, it's over. So I have your, to power Your first through. days will wash. A wash, yeah. <laughs> um, but the service industry workers. Yeah. So what's going on with you? You feel like they're just they're just over it. Yeah, I mean, like <clears throat> my <clears throat> let me let me get let me prepare. <laughs> um <laughs> I just feel like for coffee shop interactions or like shopping or especially during the week it's like you know this is actually something i've been looking forward to coming to this coffee shop hold on i totally blacked out the first half of your story <laughs> i, know, I, I saw it i saw <laughs> I your eyes glaze over john mulaney why i don't know because i cleared my throat or something, something maybe about like like you know like you, you know, know when you <laughs> you know big <Yeah>. dog <laughs> i was a drug addict Oh, you're doing Sarah. You're doing Sarah Sherman's impression of Jamaline. Yeah, meta. Yeah, that's like how I do. Um, when I do an impression of Elizabeth Holmes, I do an impression of Amanda Seyfried playing Elizabeth Holmes. You want to hear it, please? Um, this is only going to make sense if you've seen the dropout on Hulu. Nashville was an inspiring step forward. Yes, I liked it. I see. Thanks. It. I see it. Thanks. Should I do one? Yeah. Okay. This is um. A transatlantic person. Okay. Well, we, that's, okay. Okay. <laughs> no. I lost it. You just made me feel bad about it. I don't know. I, didn't I was going to like really do it. Wait, time. also, why are we like sitting in the clothes? <laughs> <laughs> We've been like scooching into the clothes or what? I'm going to scooch out a little bit. Just a little bit. This is like pure chaos. No. Okay. Um, so you are so excited to go to a coffee shop because it is, as we all know, your one treat of the week. If you can take yourself in the middle of your workday to a coffee shop, yeah. that is a big fat fucking treat. Well, and listen, I used to work at a coffee shop. You know this. We know this. I used to bartend. Like I have You know this. We know this. I am commenting this as a person who used to be because I used to be one. Everyone has to have worked in the service industry, period. Yeah, I do think if if like a, a good key to life and being a good person is like at least having one service job once in yes. your life. I was waitress and hostess. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just learn, you see the real bottom of the barrel of human behavior and, and you can't do anything about it. And you, yeah. and that's a good thing to face in your and life. And you start to hate food. Really? <laughs> that you serve. Oh, you, you hate the hate food the you food serve? That you serve. But that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. When I worked, uh, I would, I would eat the, yeah, I would eat the plates that people didn't finish. No. I did that a couple of times. No. Yeah, I did it a couple of times. I don't care. I don't care. Like if it came back, like if yeah. you saw like a couple of fries, that I could get. But you're taking a you're like not a, you're not like using a, a, fork like a fork into a quinoa bowl, a new fork into their bowl. That's despicable. Well, it's like I would eat it if it no. was your food. So like I'm I'm sure this person you're like was, playing pretend that you're friends. Yeah, if if we were friends, I would probably eat their food. See that that's me. That's where my germs I don't care about. Like I, I care about germs of showering before bed. I don't care about like eating someone else's. I will food. say when I was working at as a waitress, there would be pizzas. We'd serve pizzas. Mm -hmm. And if a slice came back, that's Well, a full slice, yeah. Of course. But like I, I wouldn't see, sip a drink that someone was drinking, but like food that they didn't put in their mouth, I'm just like, 
ah, so your fork maybe brushed against it. It's not for me. All right. Well, I will just say when I was working in a coffee shop, I, first of all, the place I worked, Chalet, they held me to a standard of like, you know, we provide a certain level of customer service here and yeah. you got to do that. I mean, that's what you, sh- that's like, correct. Yeah. And I, I like took that really seriously and I like was a very pleasant barista. She was wearing a, a, a tux every day. Yeah. I would go to work in a tux. <laughs> Um, I but you. I mean, you were there. We literally lived friends for a couple of years. Like you would come hang out yeah. at the coffee shop where I worked all the time. Remember that? Every day. That was awesome. We didn't know we were in an awesome time when we were we in We had it. no idea. Like, I don't think I was in school and I'd like be yeah. like, I just have to go to class really quick, which was like not my main day. My main day was sitting on a chair at Emily's coffee shop. Yeah. Class was kind of an errand I had to run. Yeah. Going to school was like, I just have to go really quick. Me and then you come back. And like my boss knew you and you'd always just like sit and hang out. And then I interviewed (sighs) for a job there and I didn't get it. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's so funny. I forgot about that. You have to fail a few times before you succeed. Exactly. No, literally. (laughs) (laughs) My leather. Um, Okay. So I, I held myself to the standard and I would, you know, like everybody's entitled to a bad day, but most days I would try and just be really pleasant and good. And then now I feel like whenever I go to a coffee shop, like no one gives a fuck to have an interaction with me. And it's like, I'm bothering them by even just yeah. being there. And listen, I get it. Like, I do think that we're kind of, it kind of feels these days like minimum wage or like job service jobs are like getting, like life is getting less and less affordable and like harder and yeah. Like I, it is. I have empathy and everything in terms of just like you know, but it's just like I don't know. Like be a little pleasant. Yeah, I have something to say about this. Did that make sense? Like yeah. I hope that didn't come off. It came off a little bit like um, privileged. I know it sounds privileged, but I don't think. But I it came off that way. But I know it wasn't intended that way. And I'm gonna tell you something about this. I mean, listen, guys. I was working like six days a week at a coffee no, shop at Emily's one point, waking up work. at five a.m. Like I was paying my bills with coffee everything, shop wages. Yeah. She is for the a hardest time worker period. that I, I know. I'm not just saying this. In, really in, the, nice. in the service industry as well as day to day. Thanks. But I really took it seriously and I loved it. I will say I feel very much like I as we get older, I do notice I'm getting a little more like. Like. I want to have an interaction more. Yeah. In a way of like, <clears throat> I'm like. I I just and I and I'm thinking about this. Yesterday I went to a diner. I'm I'm becoming like my like an old woman a yeah. little. And uh, she's the menu is huge at a diner. You know, a diner yeah. like Cheesecake Factory. Is oh, like I love big menus. I love it. I was like reading it, and she's like, "You guys ready?" I'm like, "No, I'm memorizing the menu." Like I had to like interact, and she didn't give me anything back. And I yeah. was like, "Was she old or young?" Oh, young. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, "Oh, like because because these kids are always looking at their phones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the kids in the phones. Yeah, but anyway." Sorry, I don't I don't even think not sorry. I'm not sorry about mm-hmm. anything. But that had nothing to do with anything. Put a pin in that. I'm reading a book called um <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you don't know what the book's called? <laughs> I have no idea what it's called. You told me it. It was like the right to misbehave. <laughs> <laughs> the courage to be disliked. Okay, same thing. Is that it? Sure, I don't know. Anyway, that's the same thing, same kind thing. of. The courage to mistake. Be a badass and don't apologize. <laughs> be a little naughty. Is what you're reading. <laughs> yeah, anyway. And their whole thing is like, anyone can be, anyone can change. Oh, I don't even really want to get into it. Oh, get into it. But I'm going to just We'll tie say it this. back to the service industry somehow. Gonna, no, we will. <laughs> what I was going to say is like, y- the, the philosopher is saying. It's written by a philosopher? Yeah. Cool. His, he is saying, he's speaking, so the whole preface of this book, premise of this book, is the youth, a small, young person, cut the, with you in mm-hmm. this scenario, and me, the philosopher. <laughs> so the youth and the philosopher is having a dialogue the whole time. Okay. The youth is asking him questions, and gotcha. the philosopher is responding. Interesting. Anyway, so the youth is like, people can't change, we're all, my life sucks. And then the philosopher is like, your life does not suck, because X, Y, and Z. He says that, like, when you are going to these places and the and let's say the coffee shop person, mm-hmm. the, the barista, is not being kind to you, you've made it a goal somehow that that was the interaction you were going to have anyways. Like, you're now, your goal now after you've said those words is, like, the service industry people, like, just don't care anymore. And that's on you to change. 
Oh, like I've now closed off the opportunity to have a good interaction. Kind, yeah. Like now I'm kind of walking into the coffee shop like they're not even going to be nice, are you they? You have an attitude now. You could see this in a whole new light. Oh, my God. You know what? Do you understand? Yeah. And that actually brings me to something. OK, that <laughs> I was thinking about last night. Tell me. Um, after the Red Room, because and I was thinking I was like, bring this up on the podcast because I actually think we could both. Benefit. You benefit from this philosophy. Talk to me. After the so last night I had one of these shows where and sometimes and I and I always despise when comedians do this and I fell I fell privy is that a saying mm-hmm. to this crutch last night where like I started the show <laughs> okay I started the show and the crowd was like ice like truly I was running through this like new joke I'm working on and it was getting absolute I'm not even exaggerating no laughs so it bombed it was bombing. And like the end of the oh, joke started. I just said service industry. I meant industry. Yeah, industry. That's an industry term. I bombed. Um, which means which is I, did very bad. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think, now that I think about it, I was like, I wonder if it was because when I started the show, you know how I like come out to music? Sam's like, well, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. or, uh, make some noise. Emily Wilson. Slaps and whores. And then I go up on stage and he plays me up to a song. And last night he was like, what do you want to come up to? And, and usually I just let him decide. And I was like, play me up to the edge of 17. Like, just like the way we Yeah, up. of course. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one to like. Well, okay. So I didn't think about that. I just was like, edit 17. Because in my head. And then he plays it. And then I I go up to it. But it's like, obviously it's the. Like, it's still the beginning where the drop hasn't come. So when I got up there on stage, I decided to go, wait, I wanted you to play me up to the drop. Like, I say that in the mic. And then I was like, well, wait. And I made the whole room wait for the drop and it was it, it's like a minute and a half in yeah that's i'm actually as an audience right now i'm like no. pissed off right and and it was kind of funny like like if the crowd was a good crowd from the like sometimes you just get a lucky and you get lucky you, and get, and it's a good crowd and they'll play with you but i kind of like milked it in this weird way and they weren't enjoying it and i just stuck it out and so that's kind of how i started the show and it was just this show where you kind of had that teacher all wait yeah, like I just thought it was like funny that I was making them you know wait. I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I'm like, oh wait, so bitchy. And then, um, yeah, I was just was bombing. And then the show picked up and they they warmed up. But like, I decided anyway. I'm taking forever to say this. I decided to let that bother me for the whole show. And so mm-hmm. every time I was on stage in between comics, I would just like, and you're all mad at me, and I, and I'm like bombing. And yeah. like, when you're an audience member, I hate it. As it's an the worst. Member. It's like shut up. No, I'm actually enjoying what you're saying. And yeah. like, I was just you know being like, extremely we- self destructive. It's you so see, yeah, you, you you watch the spiral. It's like now we're watching. You spiral. Yeah. And it's like and then I kept saying to the comics before they'd go up, like, sorry, they're awful. And then they'd go up there and do well. And it's like, no, it was just me. I sorry, was the problem. You're awful. Yeah. So I was the problem last night. Sorry. And then it made me realize, like, afterwards, because Sam, too, was like, M, M, like, don't do that. Be like, easy, go easy on yourself, sister. Yeah. And also just like. I whatever. OK, so then I was thinking to myself afterwards, like. You and I have talked about how, like, we're so stressed lately and, like, I have so much on my plate, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, like, so because of that, everything I approach that I have to do these days is I'm I'm approaching with, oh. Another thing. Another thing. Oh, like, I'm going into it with, like, oh, I have to do this. And it's, like, I wonder with the philosopher of, like, change your attitude. I wonder, and I haven't tried this yet, so I'll let you know if it works. please. But I wonder if, like, with all the things I have to do, let me try and go into it with, like, I'll get it done. And this is nice and, and I'll the, do it. This it's is just another task. thing I have to do. Yeah. And if I wonder if I change my attitude about it, if I'll be more positive. Because even like getting to you this morning on the train, I was right. pissed. And then that guy shoved me and I was just like pissed. Yeah. Like it, it all gets worse. It's also very much like. Did that take forever to <laughs> for like, did I walk a mile to get next door? Yeah. Sorry. But I'm here the whole mile. Thanks. I, I guess I just wanted to air out how I feel about the yeah. Red Room last night. I do think that it is beneficial to us, but I want to ask you this question. Have you ever seen how the actual human nervous system looks? No, definitely not. Okay. I recently saw a picture of a a a working, like it was all intact mm-hmm. nervous system. Um, it kind of looks like, you know, those like um, cor- uh, um kelp. <laughs> kelp seaweed yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah that is like stringy stringy but has like little stringies coming out of it yes the nervous system looks like that oh yeah that's yeah, what's yeah. in your body mm-hmm. right it's attached it goes through down to your leg yeah it goes through each limb it goes around 
when you get agitated, your nervous system gets like very overdrive. Like all these little stringies are getting very irritated. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like just picture this with me. Oh my God. I can like feel, feel it them. now that you're saying that. So you're in a bad mood. You're agitated and someone pushes you a little. It, if someone physically hurts like, yeah, yeah. you or something, all of your limbs just got like, ah! yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense why right. we're so high strung in these moments because our nervous system is attached to all of totally. it. Totally. So if we can control and make the goal of like, oh, light. Yeah. The insides of us are going to relax and our nervous system is not going to be as irritated. It's a lot of my vocal training is kind of that technique where it's like it's called the Alexander method. And it's like, everyone's always like, so what, what was it with your vocal coach? Like, did you like, it's like me, 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 ma, ma, ma. And it's like, no, a lot of my, the first 20 minutes of my voice lesson is my vocal coach, like bringing awareness to my whole body. Grounded. She like, she'll like, she like talks to my, like, she'll like get on the ground and like squeeze my ankle and like, and then she'll like talk to me while she's doing it. Yeah. Like, goes up my leg and then with my shoulders and like, yeah, so much of like singing and, and preparing my voice to work is like, and it also works with acting of like just like grounding yourself and having an awareness of your body and, and all of that. Yeah. And so much of th- that training also applies to like taking on life. Every day. Of like if you are so much more aware of, of like yourself in the vessel of your body, you'll be able to handle like you wouldn't believe even if it's like 20 yeah. percent more that you'll, you can yeah. handle stuff. It's like so effective. No, it is. And you're so right. Like I was already pissed that I was like running late. So everything's going to set you off. Everything's going to set me off. And I go up to the Omni and this fucking guy like shoves yeah. me. Well, that's fucking oh. mean. And I shook my head at him. But I showed him. But it is, it is like you can make it a goal. You change, you just like, do you have to, you have to dismantle it. Yeah. That's as far as I got in the book. However. Yeah. Another thing I just want to say, like on this talk. Uh-huh. Did you see Inside Out, the Pixar movie? Yeah, of course I did. It's like the most incredible, beautiful thing. Yeah. So you know, the next one's coming out. Shut up. Yeah. Inside <gasps> when? Out 2. Oh my God. When? I'm not sure when, but it just released her trailer. And guess who the new motion is? She's a teenager. Who? So they do this whole thing. You guys are going to get the chills. So they get this. So all of a sudden, all these people come in. They're like, we're cleaning out. We're cleaning out. And yeah. all the emotions are like, what's going on? And they're like, every- so they, they're like, they shut down for a few days. They open it back up. All of them are at their stations. All the emotions are at their stations. And all of a sudden they're like, they hear something rattling. They're like, what is that? And he jumps out. She's falling in love? No. no. Oh. They're like, they're like, hi. And he's like, <laughs> we're moving in. And they're like, who's we? And he's like, I'm anxiety. <gasps> and then they cuts. Oh. And they're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> My job. Anxiety. Anxiety entered. So we don't know who the other one is yet. Depression. There's two. Anxiety no, there's depression. Already, there's already depression. No, there's sadness, sadness. not depression. Whoa. True. Depression. Uh, uh, I thought I was going to say knocked up. What's the show called? Um, the animated puberty show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gr- growing up. I'm going big mouth. through Big Mouth. Um, big Mouth did a good job of like personifying depression, I thought, in like season two or something. Yeah. Um, where it's like this like huge dog or something. It's like a big thing that just like suffocates you. Oh, they did a good yeah. job of doing that. But um, I would think it's going to be anxiety and depression because they actually do go hand in hand. It could be anxiety and... <laughs> yeah. Inside Out, you really would think that that wouldn't work of like a movie where the characters are emotions. Like, isn't that what all movies kind of are anyway? But they did it so well. So good. It's so, so good. My favorite bit from Inside Out is when they're cleaning out her brain and they're getting rid of like the piano lessons and they're like, uh, keep chopsticks and heart and soul. You can throw everything else it's out. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that is so clever. So good. Disney, man. They just always fucking know it. They're doing, man. Man. Disney. I like that. Yeah. Man. Man. Um, Wait. I was going to say, oh, the reason also why I think these days are really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> is um, because our we're so like moving everything around at once and like it is like we need to take a step back. There's like a fear kind of, I think. Oh. I'm bringing fear in. Okay, bring fear in. Fear, Fear's moving in. in. Fear's hey. moving in. Come in, Welcome. Fear. <laughs> Welcome, Fear. So fear of like, what if I don't get to this? What if I don't get to this? What if I don't do this? Mm. All these things. It's like the what ifs equal fear to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right. I what know. What if that doesn't fucking happen? Yeah. Like, like 
oh, yeah. we're human. Yeah, totally. Anyway. Sam actually one time when we were in London, I was really stressed out um, when I was doing my show in London. And he was like, he gave me this advice that his like grandpa or uncle or someone gave him once where he was like, hey, no matter what happens, everything's going to be okay. And it's kind of like, that kind of does apply to everything. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be okay, but, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's actually, that's really hard for me to, I think about that all the time. Because I was actually, I was talking to someone yesterday about how I feel so stressed out and mm-hmm. all of these things. And I, and I, he was like, him being my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, Whenever Chloe and I say I was talking to someone, just yeah. assume it's, it's, it's a man. Either, it's either Emily or a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and he was like what would you want right now? Like, what would make you feel better? And I was like, truthfully, I want someone to just like hold me, coddle me and be like, everything's going to be okay. Oh, and what? That's so like cute. <laughs> Is it? Kind yeah. of. I, I actually don't want anyone to hold me or, but I want people. I was going to say, you don't really like don't to be held or to touched. Hold me, but I want it to be like, it's going to be okay, Chloe. Like everything is going to be okay. Like I want someone to like yeah. validate me and tell me that even yeah. if it's not. But here's the thing. Like I've always been kind of, I, I think I am kind of a believer in everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to get dark for a second. Go ahead. When my dad passed yeah. and people tried to tell me anything, it's yeah. like no matter what, nothing is going to be okay in this moment yeah. because the worst thing that could ever happen is happening to me. And a part of me wants to continue to this day. Like when people, when I'm going through stress, people be like, everything's going to be okay. A part of me wants to be like, it's not because it never will be because I don't have my dad. Yeah. But a part of me is trying to get onto the other side really hard. I'm yeah. really trying and be like, everything is going to be okay. And a yeah. part of it, that is also like the worst thing that did happen to you already happened to you. So yeah, now you just kind of make do with what we have. Right. But it's really hard because I think in relating to my dad, he was the kind of person that like his confidence was always like, like the house could be burning down, which it did. I yeah, lost, I've I've gone through these crazy things. Yeah, and he was like always nonchalant and always at ease. So he was that for you. He of was the that everything's for me. gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. And when I was in a tizzy and everything's going like, I'm like, and I over stupid things. Yeah, like, yeah. Dad, like nothing's going right. Like yeah. my clothes don't fit me. Yeah. He's like everything's gonna be okay. And like that made me feel better. Oh, so anyway, now I want someone that I trust and love to tell me that again. Yeah. I can't do that for myself. Yeah. Well, it's a hard thing. to. Do. No one should have to do that for themselves. Like, it's very hard when you get really stressed out. It's very hard to be yeah. able to zoom out and tell yourself, like, wait, hold on. Yeah, Everything's like, going to be okay. okay. Like, you need someone else to say right. that to you. So um, let me let us let me be that person and say, I think everything is going to be OK. Yeah. I'll also try and be that person for you more. Thanks. Because because I think everything it is true that everything is always going to be okay. Even if it's like, it okay, different. doesn't, ha- yeah. And okay doesn't have to mean like good, but like everything, you're going to wake up and sun's going to rise and set and like right. everything's still going to be here. And like time will move on. Like things will just still keep going and then you'll figure a way through no matter what. Yeah. And that's such. Yeah. Uh, and there's fear. There's, that's why fear. I think fear is here because it's like, is it going to be okay? Right. But like at the same time, you can you can um you can question it back. Yeah. Huh? Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, I thought I was with you, but then I did lose you, you for a second. Can, not question. You can speak back to fear. Right. Of like not you don't question fear back, you statement fear back. Yeah. And you say, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. But I don't have you. Someone will. Someone will hold you. Fuck. This is what makes me feel like, should I go back to therapy? But maybe this is therapy. <laughs> this is my therapy. <laughs> but like, I remember when I was in therapy, like learning that like anxiety is not the truth. Correct. It's anxiety. So like whatever you're thinking about like the what if and the, and all the fear stuff, it's like, yeah, that's your thoughts. It's the story. That's not you're real telling. life. It's, it's yeah. storytelling. So it's like, Yeah. All that's real is like what's literally in front of you. Like so, you don't have to make shit up in your head. Whatever. It's true. I think something that this is, and then we can like be silly, stupid again. But like, <laughs> I just have one more thing. Hey, I was I watched a Us TikTok. In these coats, like yeah. no, and fear is <laughs> <laughs> no. And then the philosopher said to the youth. So I was gonna say really the quick. Door. <laughs> oh, you. Um, <laughs> I like this whole idea of it's the story you're telling. Yeah. I saw a TikTok. I so badly also wanted to just say I read an article, which would have been a lie. Yeah. 
I actually can't think of the last time I read an article. Neither can I, but guess what? Yesterday, not yesterday, when I was recently on a plane, yeah. I was waiting for the bathroom, so I was looking over the person sitting below me, um, and he was reading an article, does Margaritaville really exist? <gasps> like I, on his phone? No, in a, on a newspaper. Dude, I was at the gym yesterday, and there were people, uh, like all I Upper West Side, so it's all old, and everyone on the, like, they sit on the bi- sitting bikes yeah. and they got the fucking New York Times in front of them. So fucking cool. And I'm like, whoa. Wait, but the whole point of like having it all in one is for simplicity and ease. What, the newspaper, you mean? No, the phone. Like that, that, they could have brought a smaller thing. No, but I'm sort of like, if I'm bringing my phone, I'm never going to get through the article because I have TikTok, texting, calling, Instagram. I have everything else to look at. Why would I ever read the news? Exactly. Exactly. If you have a newspaper, it's like, this is all my option is. And Flip. What is Flip? What's Flip? Anyway, um, what, what were we talking about before? <laughs> all right. <laughs> What's Flip? You were saying... The story I'm telling. So I read an article, watched a TikTok, and they were saying that the person they... <laughs> The, the mm-hmm. philosopher. Mm-hmm. The TikTok creator is now the philosopher. Yeah. The philosopher was saying, if you share with people like the narrative that you're creating or the story that you're telling, it just, it again, dismantles. It dismantles that whole thought and you don't have to have the anxiety anymore. Let me give you an example. I have, let's say like, you didn't want to, um, you didn't kiss me goodbye before you went on your run. Okay. The story I'm telling myself is you don't love me as much anymore. Right. So when you come back from run, I'm going to be like, listen, the story that I just told myself was like, you don't love me as much because you didn't kiss me. And then the other person could have been like, oh, my God, that's not true. The reason I didn't kiss you was because. Right. I have I drank coffee and you hate coffee. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I, I'm getting a cold sore. Like they could have a reason. Right? right. But if by sharing the story that I'm the story that I've created, the narrative that I created, the anxiety. Mm hmm. Just put it to bed. You know who Go to bed, bitch. Go to bed, bitch. You know who doesn't have that is boomers. Because I feel like that's such a Gen Z. Ew, why am I like pink? <laughs> I just started fingering the air. Um, <laughs> that's such a Gen Z and like 90s babies and later thing where it's like, I I think uh this is gonna sound so old, but like e hyphen communication, like email and texting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> e, like e E. <laughs> e. What? What the fuck? What are you doing? Do you know what TikTok's out? No, but you know when someone does something and you're like, is this your mental break? Ski. <laughs> you're like, she is leaving like, she cracked now. <laughs> you just started flapping your arms going, e. and if I don't know what that is, I'm like, am I losing you? Well, there the was one time I was walking. Nothing in the, to do. What? <laughs> one time I was walking on the street with John and I was like, I was like doing something <laughs> with my mouth to like get something out of, like I had like a itch or something and I was going like this and it was like still COVID. <laughs> and he was like, he looked at me with like the fear of God of like, M. Because he thought I was like having a this stroke. was my psychotic break, yeah, yeah, um, and I kind of just thought that e <laughs> was me losing. Which would you. be a cute one, yeah, it would be cute. E, <laughs> we lost her with e. Um, e communication, <laughs> I think, is what uh, gave all this anxiety about like what did you mean by that? Because like think about when what like think about living in the days of like I'll see you on Monday, and then I literally will see you on Monday, or like. You you only talk to people in person, which like in person shit, I think is the most like anytime I'm feeling weird with someone, yeah, I'll call them sorry. or I see them. I'm in- listening. I'm so sorry. It's so fine. Speaking of E. Oh, it made you think of of anxiety. Yeah. Of of work. Um, But yeah, I just think that like that is such a like texting and emailing really created that because like it's so hard to read people's emotions over just like words and emojis that like now we mistake things so easily when like if it was if everything was only in person you would think so much more highly of people and of how they think of you yeah if I only judged all of my relationships with people based on like my in-person interactions with them right I would feel so much more liked and I would like everyone so much more like the internet and like texting Mm -hmm. ruins yeah you know when you like it, meet like, someone ugh. new and you like them and then you look at their Instagram and, then and it's like, what cringe? the fuck is I this? I know. It's so oh, shitty. It's such a shame. Internet ruins everything. Yeah. 
So um, follow us on every internet follow platform. Follow us on the internet. Um, no, but yeah, actually do it. So was there anything <laughs> else to say? Um, if you can believe it, I had another story, but it's for next episode. I have nothing. I was going to say, I didn't, I forgot to say this last episode. And now that the sack strike is over, I can say this. Talk about it, sister. By the time this comes out, it will already be out. Please don't destroy the treasure of Foggy Mountain. Coming to Peacock November, November 17th. Which is already passed if you're listening to this. Go stream this movie. It's John's new movie. Please don't destroy his movie. Please don't destroy the treasure of Foggy Mountain. I'm in it for like two seconds. Um, it's really funny. It's truly so amazing. And also that week, last week, when they were doing, this is the last thing I want to say and then we'll get out of here. Um, they were doing all this press, which they couldn't talk about the movie, but then the strike ended midweek and then they could, they talked about it on Seth Meyers, but they did the Tonight Show and they did Conan's oh podcast. Oh my God, take a breath. My God. And um, I was coming with John to those things and I thought you would appreciate this. So I went to the Tonight Show and then I went to Conan's podcast when they did yeah. both of those things. Tonight and Show, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. And, um, you know, they have like a green room for the boys and in, in both of those settings, they obviously have a lot of great snacks. And like, you would think that when I'm there, I'm like, oh my God, look at where I am and look what's going on. And yeah, I was so, I've right. never been as sickly stage mom nervous as I was then when they did the Tonight Show. Yeah. But you, you bet your bottom dollar. Oh, I bet. While I everyone was talking to me, all I was thinking about was the Momofuku truffles that were next to me. And when That's everyone, good when everyone left the room, or like when it was over, I like, I did it one by one so no one would notice that everything disappeared. Like throughout the time I was there, so I just smart. like slid stuff into my bag one at a time, so like smart. every five minutes. That and then is... I realized I was like, wow, I could be at the coolest place on earth. And all I'm going to think about is, is food. food. Yeah. Is that always going to be who I am? Yeah. Our Roman Empire is food. My Roman. Yeah, absolutely. And like, being wanting to be skinny. And wanting to be skinny, but loving food everywhere I am. If I see that crafty table. You yeah. can fucking forget having my attention yeah, for more than 30 I, I'm seconds. Curious. I'm getting back there to get more food. Did the boys request to have milk bar truffles? No, it was there. Like they had so much, so many Do good snacks. Do they get to pick what they have ever? Uh, I don't. Oh, they have a rider for sure. But I don't know if they say like, give me Momofuku. I think like Tonight Show probably gives everyone that. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. What would you have in your rider? Um, I would have a lot of seltzer. Yeah. I would have, I don't know. Let me come back to you. Okay. Like, can I have like pasta? Sure. You can have anything. You're a writer. I guess so. Is it writer? Writer. R-I-D-E-R. What would you have in yours? Um, Matcha powder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Coffee. Espresso bean. Yeah. Definitely coffee. Probably gummy bear. No. Nerds clusters. Nerds clusters. But see, then if you're doing enough things, your writer, it becomes like, I'm going to get sick if I eat what's in my writer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be a good way to phase out certain foods. Yeah. Like, I'll have every single day, I'll have a burger. Probably won't want a burger when I come home from tour. Right. Actually, that's not true, because on tour, their rider, and the rider was, like, sandwiches, and like now- Like from Subway? It, Eat fresh? No, but those kinds, and it would always be from somewhere- Wherever the local place was. Like, Jimmy John's was a common one we would get. Yeah. Um, And- Is that a common one? Jimmy John's? Yeah. I've never heard of it. You've never heard of Jimmy John's? No. Do you ever eat beef jerky? If I'm desperate. That is so if insane If I'm desperate. To me. That's just Listen, like there is food. no food. I eat all foods. I will eat. However. As long as it's edible, if it's all that's around, it will still make me happy. I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum here, but I was on the beach and someone was peeling a hard boiled egg and that was a big fat fucking no. On the beach? Correct. Oof. What other foods on the beach don't go? Legumes. Shouldn't have those on the beach. What are legumes? Beans. Ooh. Yeah, like we love Who's food. bringing beans on the beach? People that I saw had weird food on the beach and I was like, you're ruining it for me. <gasps> Yucko. <But> then I, <laughs> totally. Ew. Anyway, let's think about what we have in our riders for next time. For next time. Wait, what was the end of that? Beef jerky. Oh, and the sandwiches being in the rider turned me onto sandwiches, and now I have sandwiches so much more. I so I'm sandwiches. not sick of them. I've actually welcomed them. <laughs> Welcome to the fam. Welcome to sandwiches. The fam. Sandwiches. Enter. Enter. Um, okay. Well, thank you to Porch Finds for having us here, you guys. If you don't already follow Porch Finds and shop, I mean, my God, look at all of these clothes. I mean, like, my God, look at this. Look at the coats we're in. Look at these leather. Look at that. There's a sweater behind, like right behind you that I want, and I might ask her after this if I can borrow it. 
Okay, um, well, definitely shop. Like, look at all this shit. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. You know, if you're only listening, it's so unhelpful. But, like, there is so much cute stuff here. Definitely buy vintage, you guys. Okay? She would want me to say that. Like, ooh, this is so soft. Yeah, buy vintage. Buy vintage. You, 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 just Don't buy the Zara lipstick deodorant stain shirts. No. Buy vintage. It's better for the environment. And actually, the clothes are almost always nicer. Clothing quality of fast fashion is such garbage. True. Thank and you. And have a great day. Love ya. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about Thanksgiving. Whatever. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving, if that's what you're listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye, love you, Chloe. Love you, Em. Thanks for listening to Liddy and Shitty in the Big Bad City. Whether you are just cleaning your apartment, slaying at the gym, or strutting on these city streets, we're always grateful for your ears. Be sure to follow or subscribe, tell a friend, and hey, hey, leave a review. Lilas. What? Love you like a sister. Oh, cute. Lilas! Hey,